This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. The Rewind with your host, Conrad, in full effect. Yo, check out the show. We're going to do some things. We're going to say some things. We're going to predict some things. We're going to give opinions, not suggestions. So get ready for the Rewind. It's coming up. And we don't stop. We keep it pushing. We will discuss things from the past weeks. And then we'll put the icing on top of it. What some of these clowns may have forgotten to do. And I'll give you some true takes on the NFL. I'll give you some true takes on the NBA. That's what I'm about doing. That's what I'm about doing. And I'm going to bring the horns. I'm going to bring the horns. That's right. And you don't stop. Today, everybody talking about this draft. Everybody's talking about the NBA. Why? We got a virus kicking off. You know what I'm saying? Let's be smart. Let's be Let's be safe. Listen to your government. You know what I'm saying? Pray. Continue to pray. Don't stop praying. Because you know what? It's all good when you go before God and you have trust and you believe in the Lord. That's right. Because God is not mocked. Okay? This will only stop if it's the Lord's will. The Lord's will. So you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and bust a move and get going with the rewind. It's your man, Wes Green. I just want to let you know today is truly a lovely day. And I'm going to go ahead and give that out because of Billy Withers. Billy Withers um, passed away last week. And I'm just going to go ahead and bust a move and say, hey, I was a Billy Withers guy with one song. That's it, one song. And I remember I was like a sophomore in high school, Barringer High School in Newark, New Jersey. I was on the varsity. I was a starting offensive guard. And I remember, you know, back in the day, guys, All the football players, we get in the shower, we shower up. Got about 25, 30 showers in that one shower stall. And, you know, guys get together and they start feeling that they they got some pipes. They can sing. They can harmonize. And um, we came together and we sang Lovely Day by Billy Withers. You know what I'm saying? When I look at you. And the world's all right with me. Just one look at you. And I know it's going to be a lovely day. That's right. That's how I used to bring it. Even better than that. But let's get down to the get down with sports. First, the NFL. Hey, 
Everybody's talking about this Barrow kid who quit on Ohio State, went to LSU, didn't have a great year his junior year. His senior year, he got all these athletes. Now, don't get me wrong. He was smart as a donkey because he went to a program where they had athletes, just like Ohio State, okay? Because really, this guy ain't that good. But when you got all that talent around you, you can do some things, all right? Because he had, to, yeah, he had some of the same talent around him at Ohio State. But like I said, he wasn't that good, okay? And um, let's look at this right here. You got um, Tua. You got the kid from Alabama. Everybody's talking about him. And I, I really believe Tua is a better player than Burrow. I really do believe that overall. Because you got to understand some of these good old boys, Burrow and some of these other good old boys, the kid from Oregon, hey, they got to run now. They got to make plays with their feet. See, Kurt Herbstreet's a sucker punk, as well as the guy that used to do the games on um, um, on Channel 2. He used to play with um, Gary Danielson, used to play with the Detroit Lions. He was garbage, okay? And I'm saying these guys and a few other chumps, you know, now they used to say the athletic quarterback, okay, uh, um, the two-way quarterback. Now they saying, oh. Quarterbacks got to be able to run. They got to show athleticism. Hey, we had quarterbacks. They used to call athletic quarterbacks. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Okay, and most of these guys were African-American quarterbacks. So you had Herb Street and a couple other chumps, you know, um, Boomer Esiason, all these guys talking about these African-American quarterbacks in the negative round. Now, hey, these good old boys know I got to run. I got to be able to run. If I don't show I can be able to run in this NFL, then I'm going to be in trouble. So like I said, Burrow, he didn't, hey, he went out there and tried to get some runs off. He felt the hits. He knew they were coming. They're going to come even better when he go in that NFL trying to be crazy. But I'm going to say it like this also, he was successful, okay, doing that. And now the kid from Oregon, now I know this kid. I've seen Oregon play too many times. This kid ain't nothing but a what? Maxim Zoom Weeby. That's right. He's a Maxim Zoom Weeby. He ain't cut out for that, man. He tried to show his running ability in a couple of games. He ain't cut out for that. That's all I got to say. But, hey, his dad told him, if you want to get drafted in the top five quarterbacks, you're going to have to – what? Put your feet moving. And that's what he did. And some of these, you know, scouts or coaches in the NFL fell for it. But he's the last guy I'm thinking about because I know where, hey, he got to go to the wizard and get a heart. All right. There it is. I said it. Um, again, we as we talk about Tua, he's going to have to stay um, injury free. And that's tough in the NFL. Um, he has skills. Don't get me wrong. And then they got this kid, uh, Mr. Love. Utah State, you know, they talking about him big time. I've seen him play two or three times last year. He did catch my eye. But um, like I said again, you just got to understand that it's where you land, where you go. And we're going to have some good discussions, some tough discussions 
when we um, go into this NFL draft. You know, we're going to have some good discussions, some tough ones. But let's go go ahead and get inside with what some of these um, guys who are already in this NFL are doing, okay? Matt Rule, who's now the head coach at Carolina, he says we good now because we got Teddy Bridgewater. He's a better fit. Don't get me wrong. I like Teddy Bridgewater. The only thing Teddy Bridgewater ever did to me, and it wasn't his fault, he went to Louisville because Teddy wanted to be a Miami Hurricane. It's just that Al Golden, a sucker pump, okay, from from um, where they call what they call that place again, Penn State. Yeah, right. Who never who never had any um associations with African Americans until he went to Penn State. Okay, he he almost ruined Miami, really. By himself, we had about, what, 10, 11 guys want to go early because they didn't want to deal with him, threatening, being very demonstrative to student-athletes. Right. There you go. I said it. Here, here we go again now. Back to the NFL. Everybody talking about Brady. I'm going to say this about Brady. Brady better make sure Tampa Bay got an offensive line. Don't get me wrong, the skill positions are good. Maybe another maybe another running back or two back there for him who know how to block, catch, and, uh, and run that rock. But at the wide receiver spots, I think they're good. I know they got that Humphreys kid who could play the slot, but they could get another kid there because I've seen Humphreys um, you know, drop a few and also get hurt. But um, that offensive line, they got tight ends and receivers. That offensive line – it's gonna have to what? Be legit. Okay? You're gonna have to, they're gonna have to be legit. That defense is gonna have to be consistent. You that's a tall order because everybody's trying to get better. You know what I'm saying? And Brady, I mean, if I'm coaching against Brady, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm trying to break him off. But we all know what Tom Brady do. If you have never seen it before, before the games. He'll go talk to the referees, okay? And you know what he's saying. Would your daughter like an autographed football or an autographed jersey? Would your son like to have an autographed football, autographed jersey? Protect me from these fools because they trying to break me off. That's what Tom Brady's saying. You see, when he get hit sometimes, he be looking up at the referee. Don't you think he hit me? Don't you think he, he tried to ruin me? Come on, throw the flag. Tom Brady is what? A weakling. He, he's like what? Underdog. He needs to take a pill. Really what he knew, need to do is take a chill pill and retire. Okay? It's going gonna, it's gonna to come. But this NFL won't let it come. It won't let these defensive really just tee off and break him off. Because he should have been broke off a long time ago. The NFL, we all know what it's about. The good old boys, they win. Okay, now we're talking about Cam Newton. Well, where's Cam going? What's Cam doing? What's this? What's that? Hey, Cam Newton, if he go to the Chargers, that's all good. That's all good. Then they could go ahead and draft Tua. Okay, but Cam Newton could come to the Chargers and they could have Tua in there. Or, as I say this again, you got to look at what some of these teams may want to do. Some of these teams who may want to put 
fans in the seats. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I wouldn't rule out Cam going to Jacksonville. I wouldn't rule that out. But I, I, I do see the San Diego thing. I see that. I see San Diego. And I could also, you know, like I said, I, I could see some things um, popping off, you know. And those two teams, San Diego and, and Jacksonville, you know, they're going to have to, like, you know, they're going to have to have it right where they need it, in front of them to see Cam Newton get off. Hey, we're also talking about the running back position. Some of these running backs, man, they've been sick. Man, they've been packaged real wrong. I mean, I, I don't see a team doing well without a good running game. I'm just being I'm just being real about it. I don't see teams doing well without a good running game. And like I said, the teams with the running games will be the teams that will be successful. That's why I'm just, I'm bringing it to you just like that. The teams with the running games will be the teams that will be successful. Now, we go to the NBA. I'm getting tired of these weak stations like ESPN and FS1 showing these classics. I don't need to see these games. That's what I'm saying. They're not creative enough. That's why they had to push the Michael Jordan documentary up. You got to understand. And I'm going to say this. This ESPN and this FS1, garbage, man. You got garbage talking to people. You got Whitlock up here talking, we here at the crib. Everybody's been saying we here at our homes. He want to say the crib and act like he all that in 27 bag of chips. Well, he probably could eat 27 bag of chips. But that fool, he just trying to, he going to try to be what? On the other side. And really, if you say crib now, that's, that's weak. That's soft. You got good old boys talking about the crib. You, that's right. You hear, you hear the sound? The sound is telling you, hey, it's real. That fool need to go ahead and, and talk to somebody who know what's going on. And you got Wiley sitting up there, just Mr. Bojangles. You know, LeVar, scared to be real sometime about his because he don't want to lose his opportunity on that show. You know, TJ's the dude I like. He... He's real. Bucky, when he's over there sometime, I like him on the NFL network. But, you know, Bucky's real. You know what I'm saying? I like the guys that are real. They got Jackson talking about the NBA, but, man, he'd be what? He'd be wilding out. He'd be yes, yes, yes. Never have a strong opinion of his, of his own. And we all know Rick Buecher ain't nothing but a liar. That, that's why. The, the NBA players lost trust in him. He always gonna talk about Golden State because those are only that's the only franchise, or maybe of players that would talk to him. You know, because Steph Curry always wants to be a, a you know a good a good guy. You know, I like his father really. I don't like Steph. I like his dad. His dad was a player. His dad was was always um, hungry, giving a strong effort, offensively, defensively. Defensively, he was always giving a strong effort. You know, and I'm gonna say this about the um, Hall of Fame. Happy for um, you know Kevin Garnett. Really happy for him. I know Doc Rivers 
really wants to see that team um, go to the next level if this um, NBA season continues. I don't believe it will continue. Um, I believe they're going to have to just cancel it off. And I talked about Kevin Garnett because, the, um, you know, the Hall of Fame. I don't want to disrespect what he's done to be getting the Hall of Fame. But, you, you know, you, you've got guys that maybe don't have the heart and the, the skill set and the character like Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was an in-your-face guy. His feelings was always out there. But you got a guy like Steve Nash. He couldn't even guard the other team's best point guard. He's a point guard, right? So you got to be able to guard these other point guards. He couldn't do it. And that's what pisses me off because you just don't get in the Hall of Fame by making passes and making jump shots. You got to play some defense. You got to be an all-around dude. And he, he definitely wasn't that. Dirk Lewinsky, well, as I call him, Britney Spears and drag, he definitely is not that. Okay? Let's let me hit you up on that one. Okay? I, I'll hit you up real good. That's like sometimes I don't want to hear nothing but what, what Williams got to say, Jay Will. I want to hear nothing he got to say. Okay? Because he don't come strong enough for me. I don't listen to Stephen A. Smith because, like I said, wh whoever drops that 100, he'll pick it up and he'll talk good about you for a little while. Okay? Or you may have paid for his dinner. Some bull junk. You know, Stephen A. Smith... He can't be speaking for the African-American community. Definitely, he cannot. That time has passed. Okay, so you go ahead and be happy with your millions, Stephen A. But like I said, you can't take it with you. Okay, when it's your time. You can't take it with you. There it is. Okay, and like I said, I'm up here looking, and I, I see that um, the NBA has really come together as a family about this virus, trying to do whatever they can to help as many people as they can. And that's that's good to know. Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, so many guys, um, you know, like I said, um, have tried to, you know, reach out as a group or as individuals to be able to help some, some of these people who are not able to work at the arenas, you know what I'm saying, at the office facilities. So it's really good to see the NFL family come together. And um, hopefully, like I said, we can um, be able to see these people who have the virus, who are still with us. Hopefully, you know, God can reach down from the heavens and heal. And my prayer is, Lord, your will be done. And my prayer is, Lord, your, your will be done as you see fit. This is out of anybody who's human's hand. No human has any has any cure for this. The cure is going to come from the great I am, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's a healer and he's a mighty healer. Okay? If he gives a doctor or, or, or a general surgeon the mind to have a cure, then, a, amen. But like I said, we got to make sure our calling and election is sure. I got to make sure mine is, is sure. I got to come humbly and I got to be gracious to, as, I, as I speak to my Lord and Savior. Say, Father, your will be done, but I want to be right before you. If you see anything in me that's not right, take it out and may your grace and may your blood cover me. 
this is I gotta talk to you like that because these some these some scary times. You got to hold on to the bloodstained banner. You got to hold on to your faith and your belief. It's real. College basketball, man. Some of these college coaches on the basketball level, full of junk. They had a show called Scheme on. Okay. Why did we not get rid of Izzo? Why did we not get rid of Miller? And why did we not get rid of the coach at Auburn? And we had other coaches that dabbed and dilly-dabbed in this stuff. Why didn't we get rid of the coach from LSU? Man, I know Rick Pitino's a sucker punk, but why did we not get rid of the rest of these guys? And there's so many more. You get rid of the assistant coaches because they're African-American? Wow. It's just like Sutton. I think ESPN did some stupid documentary on Sutton. Man, Sutton would sit in his car, Cadillac, with a six-pack of beer and drink. Sutton was at Kentucky when Dwayne Casey took the fall, okay, with that package from FedEx. Sutton, that was all Sutton. But Dwayne Casey got blackballed by the NCAA. I'm just so happy Dwayne Casey, a good man. He's now a head coach in the NBA. And it was sad what, what Sutton did. And then Sutton went on to Oklahoma State. Like I said, disgusting. Disgusting. Then he went up north, northern California. I'm just saying. The good old boys win. When you allow them to do what they do. And like I said, it's a boys club. And then you got these young African-American coaches. They just want to go ahead and shuffle on, shuffle on. Get some backbone. Get some backbone. That's all. Wake up. But these, these college basketball coaches, they're full of junk, man. They don't care about these kids. If any of them, if any, especially the good old boys, if any of them say they care about them, they lie. Rick Pitino's son don't care about nobody. He don't even deserve to be a coach. Can I go on? Can I go on? Why is Rick, why is Rick Pitino at Iona? Can I go on? Can I go on? You got Coach Kennedy getting a job at UBA. Can I go on? I could go on. I could go on to the break of dawn busting out some of these coaches. Let's get into college football. College football is a mess. That's right. It's a mess. You got some guys talking out the side of their neck, man. I'm I'm telling you. I don't know why nobody has has not really jumped in to um, Dabo Sweeney's chest. He don't care about these young African-American men. Remember, that's South Carolina. That's South Carolina. They don't care about young African-American men. Just, just go play at South Carolina. Just go play at Clemson. He appears saying we the season will go on. He 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 can't he can't predict that. That's a fool talking. That's a fool talking. You got and then you got Leach. Now I'm gonna tell you this. That dude at Mississippi State. Now, first of all, let let's get this straight. Okay, because you know the the Alabama coach, he's always been full of it. He's always been full of it. 
Okay, I, I I don't trust nothing that what he says, and I don't know why these parents do. Oklahoma State's coach, Coach Gundy, he tried he tried to ruin an African American quarterback back in, a little bit back in the day. Um, Davis gave the kid's mother a heart attack. I had to call that fool up and tell him I would come down to Stillwater and bust his behind. Because, like I said, he don't mind these African-American ball players making plays for him, putting them up in this rich house. But he had no thought of these kids. We're going we gonna to play. We're going to play. We're getting ready to get ready. Man, get out of here. Get out of here. It should have been smacked in the head saying something like that. And, and it's wrong. And it's wrong. And then you got you got the guy, like I said, at Mississippi, Mike Leach, you know, he going to say a, a noose. He going to talk about a noose. Okay, well, we know that that was crazy. We know that was crazy. And then one of his ball players was fed up with it. One of his ball players was fed up with it. He, he got into the transfer portal. Hey, Miami better grab that kid. University of Miami better grab that kid. That kid's a bad dude. Okay? They better grab him. That's why they needed to have a guy like Warren Sapp on the staff at Miami. That's why they need to have a guy, you know, on the staff that's going to uh, make Manny Diaz have to be accountable. I'm, hey, I'm going to get on that a little later on. But I'm trying to say this. You got some of these college football coaches talking about the side of the net. Jimbo Fisher, you know, most of these teams have great African-American talent. And I say this, man, I'm, I'm going to say this one more time because you see this guy, Fire, Feinbaum, who's always talking, you know, and I see he be talking to a lot of good old boys. And not really, and then the African-Americans he talked to, you know, they, they, they from the South. So most of them, they, they ain't going to show no backbone, okay? But I'm going to tell you something. These young African-American young men who play football, who play basketball, and the young ladies who play basketball, hey, you got to check these coaches that you're dealing with. Because the best thing for you to really do, because you'll get seen, you'll get looked at, you'll have stats, if that's what you're worried about, if you look at yourself being at a historical black college. Did you see what they did to Penny Hardaway? They had a great team. I'm glad the season's over. So he could start again from scratch because Rick Barnes did that. And that's why Kevin Durant's mother needs to say something about Rick Barnes cheating behind. And, and we all know Calipari ain't nothing but a used car salesman. And, and, and that's why I get upset with Derrick Rose and all these other guys who play at Kentucky. Because they know this fool. Ain't nothing but a used car salesman. Okay? He wanted that big seven-footer, and he knew he couldn't get him, and Rick Barnes knew he couldn't get him, so they went ahead and blew the whistle. And it wasn't just them. It was all of them who didn't have a chance to get that young man. That's how it is. I'm hoping that African-American coaches reach out and not just want to be coaches to these young men, but also be Mentors, okay? Have your assistant coaches also be mentors to these young men. See, because right now, you got dudes who are coaching like a Calipari trying to go ahead 
And he, you know, just fools that. He's launching a talk show um, so he can do some fundraising. No, he always trying to put money in his pocket. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype, okay? And I'm trying to say this to let you know that you know I, I'm very happy that the, the NCAA season's over. The young man from um, um, Dayton University, Toppin, he was able to win the, the big-time award. The young, um, you know, I was happy for South Carolina um, um, being looked at as one of the, the number one program in women's basketball. Hey, Dawn Staley, I, I got love for her, and I always want to see her be successful, you know, as, as any other African-American male or female coach. I just want to see them be successful and keep doing what they're trying to do. That's help these young men and young women get to the next level, not just in, in, foot, in basketball, but get to the next level in education. We want to see our young men and women get a degree, graduate, you know, be able to function outside of the game, outside of the game. Hey, you heard me. I, I brought it to you. I did not stutter. And I won't stutter. I will continue to bring it real cool like that. Just like that. Hey, remember, I'm out. But I'll be back. I hope you enjoyed the rewind with your host, Conrad. That's all. I just want you to feel the vibe. That's all. Feel the vibe.